This episode is sponsored by the Hohoba Company. I firmly believe that massage therapists should only be using the highest quality products because our clients deserve it and our own bodies deserve it. I've been using Hohoba for years. Here's why Hohoba is non allergenic. I can use it on any client and every client without fear of an allergic reaction. Jojoba is non-comedogenic, which means it won't clog pores. So if you have a client that's prone to acne or breakouts, Jojoba is a great choice for them. It also won't go rancid. It doesn't contain triglycerides like many products, so it won't go bad. This makes Jojoba a great carrier for essential oils too. And finally, Jojoba won't stain your 100% cotton sheets, so your linens will look better for longer. And since Jojoba won't go rancid, They'll always smell fresh and clean. For more information and to get some jojoba, go to massagebusinessblueprint.com slash jojoba. That's massagebusinessblueprint.com slash J-O-J-O-B-A. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Massage Business Blueprint podcast, where we discuss the business side of massage therapy. I'm Michael Reynolds. And I'm Alyssa Haynes. And we're your hosts. We're glad you've joined us today. Welcome, welcome, everybody. It is a cold, rainy day in my neck of the woods for my weather report. How about you? What's your uh, weather report, Alyssa? Cold but clear, and it's going to be a really good night for trick-or-treating. Yeah, we're recording this on Halloween, as you probably guessed by now. Uh, I'm glad you've got good weather for trick-or-treating. It's supposed to rain for us, but we've uh, I bought a couple of huge umbrellas so we can like cluster around Eli and keep him dry while he parades around as a ninja and collects candy. So we've got it all covered. We're, we're good to go. I'm so excited because I get to stay home and give out candy this year, which is oh, a thing. Nice. I haven't done that in probably 10 or 15 years. And last year I took the older kid out with her friends, which was a challenging experience. Um, and <laughs> I don't have to go out this year. And my grandbaby is coming over and I am in charge of his costume. Oh um, my gosh. I'm just, You're going to have a blast. I know. Bless, bless my stepdaughter for allowing me to uh, be in charge of his costume. It is the greatest gift she could give a grandparent. <laughs> and I am so excited. So we will make sure that pictures of our children's and grandchildren's costumes are posted along with these show notes and probably all the heck over our social media. Um, So that's going to happen, people. Thanks for sticking with us through this family-related banter. (laughs) So we're talking mission today on the podcast, uh, specifically how knowing your mission can guide your decisions in your massage practice. So I know you've got some thoughts. I have a couple thoughts here, but I know that you – where do you want to start? Yeah, so I want to kind of talk about how – Your mission statement, which doesn't have to be grand, and we'll have some examples, uh, is a really powerful tool in not just nailing down who you serve, but helping you make all of the decisions in your business. And it's a two-parter. Your your mission statement actually has two parts. You, You name like what your business is doing for who you want it to do it for. So what your business does for the community you want to serve. And then that's the second part that often gets left out, which is what your business does for you. And we're going to use Massage Business Blueprint as an example. And then in the second half, I'm going to use my massage practice as an example as, you know, what we've laid out, how it serves us and how it helps us make decisions. So Massage Business Blueprint. Massage Business Blueprint is a member-based community designed to help you attract more clients, make more money, and improve the quality of your life. So 
We specifically focus on independent massage business owners, usually one-person offices. That was our first and primary focus. It's expanded a little bit, but whenever I'm not sure what to do, uh, I go back to that core of helping independent massage business owners attract more clients, make more money, improve the quality of your life. So that's our massage business blueprint mission. But the reason that we do this and how it serves Michael and I on our side, why we do this is because we like massage therapists and this is a web-based business that can we can work on remotely from different parts of the country. So we get to work together. Like I get to have a business with one of my best friends, which is super fun. And then we can do this remotely on a variable schedule that serves and fits in well with the rest of our lives. So we're serving the massage community in a very specific way. And we are serving ourselves as the owners of this business because our business, you know, by making our business function a certain way. Michael, I know that you want to expand on that. I hope. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah, you said it very well. I think, um, and I forgot who it's been, I guess so long, it's been like over three or four years. So <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been so long since we kind of put this together initially that I'm not sure how we arrived at this or who like kind of, you know, baked in what language, but anyway, we did arrive at this uh, particular kind of statement. And I really like the reasoning behind it because it kind of each component has a specific reason behind it. So first of all, um, a member-based community is kind of just saying, hey, we have a community of people that, you know, we have a membership plan, blah, blah, blah. But really, the the three things are designed to help you attract more clients. Every massage therapist seems to agree that they would love to have, you know, at least a few more clients. Like, look, growth is kind of a goal for a lot of our, our members. Uh, they want to make more money. And we specifically put that in because I, I personally feel like we put that in because there is this stereotype of massage therapists being kind of resistant to money and resistant to feeling like they deserve more money. And so we want to kind of plainly state that we want you to have permission to feel like you it's okay for you to make more money. Like that is a good positive thing. And then finally, to improve your quality of life, me personally, again, to me, this speaks to me because there are there's so much hype out there. Um, there is a lot of hype around, um, hey, you know, like make a ton of money with this magical secret or whatever. And when you put all these things together, we're not trying to say that you're going to become like this multimillionaire as a massage therapist or there's magical button you can push. It's very specific little tweaks that if you kind of turn the levers on these particular things, they're going to add up to give you a better lifestyle and actually a better lifestyle practice. Um, and so again, attracting more clients is a lever we want to pull, making more money as a result is a lever we want to pull through niching and maybe charging more money, et cetera and ultimately improving your quality of life because that's really why a lot of our members are in business because they love the work they do. They don't want to be working 60 hours a week and they want to make enough money to feel successful and empowered. And those levers kind of all pulled together in tandem strategically can really improve our members quality of life. And so that's kind of why it's, at least I think we've stated that way. I'm not sure if that makes any sense. I feel like I didn't quite explain that super clearly, but I think you got it. And I think we have more examples coming up where that yeah. will um, become even more obvious. But, and I also just want to jump back at, to make sure that Michael gets full on credit because he totally came up with that attract more clients, make more money, improve the quality of your life. Like he really like bulleted down all of the rent <laughs> I had that was like 150% Michael. Like I think on his first shot coming up with like, 
a bunch of our stuff at the very beginning, like nailed it. So hundred oh, percent credit to Michael on that one. Hey, you don't get much right. So I like to <laughs> throw you a bone. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll take what I get. <laughs> oh, good times. Um, so in a minute, we're going to move on to, yeah, that's great. But how does this in practice help you make decisions? We're going to get to that. But first we are going to cover our halftime sponsor, Michael, who's our halftime sponsor today? It is our friends at the Center for Barefoot Massage. Glad to have them back on the, on the sponsor rotation. Wait. Oh, it's been a while. Thank you, Center for Barefoot Massage, for sponsoring us and keeping our lights on, as well as offering Ashiatsu continuing education across the country. They focus on a unique blend of anatomy-driven, game-changing, career-saving fasciashi courses that will totally empower you to provide massage techniques with your Feet. With this alternative to wearing out your fingers, wrists, and shoulders, they'll work to invigorate your career and enhance your quality of life, and it all starts from your foundation, your feet. And I want to throw a little side note in here that I am so pleased at, to be part of the uh, Fashiyashi community on Facebook. They have a wonderfully, beautifully supportive alumni group that is probably, I'd say, the second second or third massage therapy based private okay i'm going to say it's the second best private group cuz it's private and i never like to uninclude massage sloth but he's his group is public so whatevs but barefoot center for massage the center for barefoot massage has this fantastic private alumni discussion group where alumni can really connect and work through the intricacies of starting their ashiatsu practice and evolving their practice into all or partial ashiatsu. And it is, I've watched so many great questions come up in the past couple of weeks and I've been so enjoying how the community has supported each other. Um, so I wanted to make sure I did a shout out about that. You can learn more at massagebusinessblueprint.com slash barefoot and get yourself some information on ashiatsu continuing education and extend your career. All right, we're jumping back. Sorry, Michael. I thought maybe you would pop in with a segue. Oh, oh, but sorry. I didn't actually, like, ask you to. <laughs> Clearly, we planned this episode very well. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. I... We appreciate being a sponsor. <laughs> we there love. We go. Yeah. Thanks. Um, There's my segue. You're welcome. Yeah. So, let's jump into an example of my massage practice and how knowing my mission for my community and for me helps me make decisions. So. My massage practice is focused on massage therapy for people who need calm. And I define that as people with anxiety and extreme stress and even, you know, which probably defines like 50% of the population. And even more specifically, I nail that down to people with kids, small kids in the home and business owners. Those are two targets of people who have like super extreme stress and often a higher proportions of diagnosed anxiety. So, that is who I serve, very specifically. People with anxiety who have kids in the house or own a business, done. I want to help them be more calm. I want to help them be more in control of their lives. So I call it massage therapy for people who need calm and the bigger explanation I just gave you. So that's great, that's who I'm serving, that's my mission in my community, in my business. But for me internally, the mission for my business is to, you know, serve my community in this way, but also keep my work hours to 35 hours a week of seeing patients and maintaining the business and to 
to make enough money in that time frame and to be able to do so in the environment that makes me most happy. So I like to be in my massage office. I, I like my office. I have it set up beautifully. I have office mates who I adore and I want to be in my office for the bulk of those 35 hours doing the work that I do. So this helps me decide what opportunities to take and what opportunities to seek out and which I don't need, what things to say no to. So for me, like I got invited to go and do on-site massage at a wellness fair. And I looked into this thing and it was um, a bunch of holistic practitioners and a couple of not quite so holistic practitioners. Um, but they were mostly looking to serve uh, this uh, athletic, athletically oriented group of people. And I thought about it and I looked at it and I, I know some of the clientele uh, for this fitness place have, you know, a lot of them have families and young kids, but the kind of work involved was not the kind of calm, anxiety-related relaxation work that I want to do. So, And coupled with the fact that it was going to pull me out of my office to do that work, I was like, yeah, no, thank you so much for the opportunity, but that's not the best thing for me. Whereas I was asked to donate a gift certificate to a local uh, parent-teacher organization fundraiser where there will be um, lots of parents bidding on different items and auction stuff. And I looked into that. I thought about who was going to be there. I thought about the fact that the, the school it was going to be held at is right up the street from my office and the clientele there, the, the, the people there, the audience there was going to be all people with small children. And I was like, yeah, that's my demographic, yo. So I do, in fact, want to donate a gift certificate and a gift basket to this particular fundraiser. It's a good, it's a good place where my target people will go. And I get to, I get to make these decisions with my core principles, with my missions for my business and for me in mind. And that has helped guide all of my decisions. So things become so much easier when you already have the answers in front of you and you just have to think through your motivations. I can say no to things like happily and openly and refer them to another therapist who might utilize that opportunity better. And I can say yes to things feeling really good and not at all annoyed or resentful that I'm donating something or giving my time. So that's my example there. Michael, what do you got? Yeah, I, I'm in a mode of simplification these days. And I think the, my favorite part about what you described is how it simplifies your life and your business and your decision making. Because you're right, I see a lot of massage therapists and business owners in general that are, you know, they have all these opportunities and they can't figure out what to do and what to say yes to and what to say no to. And it seems trivial, but the more decisions you have to make on a daily basis, the more complicated your life becomes and the slower everything moves. And so when you simplify your decision making process, everything accelerates. Your ability to take on clients accelerates, your ability to grow your business accelerates, your ability to implement marketing accelerates, and you find you have more time because everything is moving faster. So this is a very difficult principle to like put in a spreadsheet and prove, but it really makes a big difference. So I, I guess I'm saying I agree obviously wholeheartedly, <laughs> but the simplification is the key for me. Does that make sense? That totally does. Yeah. So I hope that in this very short little episode, we've kind of made it clear that it could be a good idea to think through 
specifically what you want to do for the constituents, the audience, the community you want to serve, and how that's going to serve you. And this is a much bigger process. Uh, is a lot to think through, but just getting started, coming up with a few bullet points can really help guide your future decisions. Right on. Goes with niching too. Yeah, it really does. But I think people are tired of hearing about niching, so I wanted to back off on that for a little bit. <laughs> are they really? We yeah, beat they it are. out of them earlier in the year. Yeah. And if people aren't going to niche, then they're just not going to get over that scary stuff. <laughs> At this point, so like, yeah. The, it's okay. It's the line okay. has been drawn. <laughs> and if you're new and you want to know what niching is, you can go to massagebusinessblueprint.com. You can type the word niching, N-I-C-H-I-N-G, or specialize into the search bar in the footer and hear the bajillion podcast we did about it and see all our articles about it. Um, but if you're just know you're never, ever, ever going to pick a target like a specialized audience, then just, you know, think about this mission tip and maybe that will help you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that wraps up for today. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Reminder, our website is massagebusinessblueprint.com. Check us out there. Uh, if you have a question or a topic for us that you'd like us to cover or discuss in a future episode, email us at podcast at massagebusinessblueprint.com. We get a lot of emails there and uh, some of them are just kind of random questions and some of them are topics or some of them are uh, criticisms and we take it all. We respond to pretty much all of it and, and really enjoy all the feedback. So we very much appreciate that. We also appreciate iTunes reviews. So feel free to leave us a review there. Uh, if you love the show, leave us a review and tell a friend. Uh, we appreciate that as well. Until then, we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Bye.